Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Got a close one in Toronto. Golden State up three with eight minutes to play in the fourth quarter. 92-89. to They're doing this without Kevin Durant, who was injured in the second quarter. He went out, looked like a serious injury. I know this will be discussed quite a bit. Over the next week or so, we're waiting to get in touch with Ollie Cosell of the Bird Rights. He's going to join us to talk Anthony Davis trade rumors. The latest is that a three-way deal is what David Griffin is searching for. You know, when this blew up today, I think ESPN first had it. Woj, was it Woj? It might have been Woj who first had it. I know ESPN had it, and then it, you know everybody else had it after him. And I'm just, I'm just sitting here in New Orleans rolling my eyes going really y'all are just on this have you been paying attention to the nba the last decade and how big time trades work and of course this is bigger than them all a lot of times especially recently majority of the time it's a three four team deal it's a multi-team deal and multi being more than two not surprising to me. I wrote about it a couple of weeks ago that the Pelicans should be searching for a third team at least as a trade partner for the Anthony Davis trade sweepstakes. So I'm just sitting here just laughing. Like, duh. Come on. This isn't hard stuff. Like, breaking news, ESPN says Pelicans and David Griffin searching for a third team. Really? You haven't figured this out yet? We've been saying this here for weeks. I know the bird rights have been talking about it. Speaking of the bird rights, Ollie Cosell, editor-in-chief there, joins us on the program. Uh, Ollie, what's going on tonight? Seth, how are you doing? Dude, I'm good. I'm a little perturbed, to say the least, about what happened in Toronto earlier tonight with the uh. the glorious cheering of the Kevin Durant injury. I mean, we'll talk about a heel turn and turning everybody against, well, I don't know, everybody against the city, turning me against the city. That was it. That was terrible, man. It's not a good look. I mean, when you've got – it's not just one fan either. I saw a lot of glimpses of the crowd. I'm sure you've seen some of those on social media where it seems like a throng of them, right? As soon as he yeah. gets up and is limping, they're cheering for that. So, after all week and two – last two weeks, we've been hearing how Canadians are all great and nice, especially on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Suddenly, they have this showing. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a terrible look. But you know what? It, it's it's not as comparable as, say, something really dastardly. I mean, that's something we got to remember at the end of the day. Yeah. This isn't some kind of racial undertones. This isn't Nazis marching somewhere and, you know, beating up on people. But, again, I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to make up for what is obviously a bad look for Toronto, and, and they should be ashamed. Yeah, really quickly before we get to the AD stuff, I, I've always thought that the takes that Kevin Durant was a selfish player were, were just silly. Um, because he wanted to get out of you know the Russell Westbrook uh, uh, drama factory in Oklahoma City and go play for somebody. Uh, those takes seem even colder now, considering the guy didn't have to come back, entering a free agency period, unrestricted one for him. 
when he could cost himself tens of millions of dollars if this really is a big-time Achilles injury, Ollie. It's it's devastating to him. He could cost the rest of his career, Steph. I mean, we've heard long and hard after DeMarcus Cousins went down with that Achilles injury how players don't return to the similar form. So it's more than just, you know, a little bit of money, I think. I mean, his whole, you know, standing among the greats of the greats, right, could be affected. So th- this is terrible. But, again, you're right. It completely shows what I think we all feared is that it was an Achilles injury at first, and it kind of got brushed off as a calf injury. And Durant forced, you know, I mean, God bless his soul for being such a warrior and wanting to be out there and prove himself. But at the end of the day, you're right. It looks like it might have been a mistake. All right, let's talk. He cost himself. Yeah, we, let's move on. But, yeah, that, I, I feel for him. I really do. I hope that people change their perception of him. That's one last thing I want to say. Yeah, change so- that perception. He's not such a villain. He, 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 he's out there to win. Yeah, sorry, Ollie. I apologize for that. It's Ollie Cosell of the Bird Rights at Ollie Cosell on Twitter. Uh, let's get to the AD trade news. And what news to me? I don't know if it was to you. Like, whoa, I think it was woes you broke it. Uh, David Griffin searching for three team deal. I mean, like, yeah, we, we know that. <laughs> at least I did, <laughs> Ollie. I know. We've talked about it so much over these last couple months, right? That it's so hard just to find one trade partner. And then when we were doing among here on the Bird Rights, I know. All sorts of scenarios that involve almost always a third team. And we come up with some real good ones that include, say, the Boston Celtics and the Pacers, where, you know, you can route maybe Miles Turner or DeMontis Sabonis towards the Pelicans simply because they need a center, and Indiana's got two that they can't play together. So it's deals like that that we've always searched for. And it's interesting to see, you're right, this is suddenly newsworthy and shocking to pretty much the entire population. Yeah, I don't really get it. By the way, you're telling me DeMontis Sabonis could be uh, a possible target here? That'd be great. He's a zag, Ollie. So come on, give me give me a zag back here. <laughs> I would love to get him and say you get Jason Tatum to Indiana to make him happy. You send him a little Jalen Brown. Um, I know you're going to have to push out all those assets out of Boston, but hey, maybe Kyrie Irving suddenly has a change of heart. I mean, maybe Danny Angie still got some other picks that can get some guys. So I don't know. I think there's deals out there to be had that teams want to take advantage of and improve their rosters. You know, all those playoff fringe type of teams like Indiana. So it makes perfect sense Beth, for somebody else to get involved. Uh, if, if there was a surprising part of this that came out a little later in the day, it was reports that the Pelicans want to get something in place, at least an agreement in place, before the draft. So within the next week or so. Uh, is that what you're hearing too, Ollie? Yeah, that's something we always felt would happen, especially with David Griffin always interested in cashing in his own chips at the draft. And th- here's the thing that's important. Teams can always still set. Um, you know, go ahead and make picks on behalf of another team. But here's the key. David Griffin probably wants to have some of these guys in for workouts. So you want to get that trade in, kind of know what picks you are going to um, have, and then the players you need to be looking at in that range. So you can make your own evaluation. Without that, you know, then, then, then it's a lot more of a blinder guess, right? You don't get to work out these players. They don't see any reason to come, right? Or you want to have that leak out. I mean, heaven forbid something like that leaks out. So, yeah, that is the major reason why you want to get this deal done, say about three days before the draft. So can you explain to me in the audience, because I am always a little bit confused here, even though I've read as much as, as I can on it, the, the rules for trading or at least coming agreements 
to trades in the NBA before the NBA draft. And I know I get texts and calls every single day saying, well, they can't really trade until or execute the trade until July 1st, or I guess it's June 30th now, Ollie. So how would it exactly work? Let's say they come up with a deal. Just We'll do it just for simplicity's sake, one-on-one deal with the Boston Celtics, and they get something in place before the draft. How, how exactly would that work where you know the Celtics are drafting for the Pelicans and everything? Okay, well, yeah, Boston, I'm glad you brought up Boston because that is one team that you absolutely have to wait for July the 1st because they have uh, Kyrie Irving still under contract under the Rose Rule. And as we learned recently, or this past year, they couldn't trade for Anthony Davis simply because he was also signed under the Rose Rule. So you can't, no roster can carry two of those same players. So therefore, you have to wait till July 1st. You have to wait until the calendar flips and then to basically make the trade official. But like I said, you can you can do all this stuff. Um, you can make all these oral agreements, and that's what it boils down to. But the Boston Celtics is absolutely that the best case scenario in showing that you really do have to wait, that you can't simply announce a trade. Like with the Lakers, for instance, we would just be sending Anthony Davis into their cap space. That, that that's not a problem. I mean, they, they're carrying over like three players, like LeBron and a few of the younger guys, right? Whoever mm-hmm. that would get traded, so it wouldn't be an issue there at all. So. Yeah, I mean, officially everything's going to have to wait, but you can still execute a deal. Like, draft day deals happen all the time, Steph, and then the teams go ahead and start making their picks, but then, then it gets flipped on over. Then whichever team it gets traded to, then it counts as theirs up front because the books are good. I mean, the books are always set on July 1st, so everybody knows there's no question marks, mm-hmm. like with with the Boston Celtics. Sorry, I didn't do that good of a job. I've got my talk all over me. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I guess the, the, the question, I'll just almost verbatim read the text that I got earlier, and I think I know how to answer this, but I'll have you answer this. Uh, let's say the, the the Pelicans and the Celtics come to an agreement, and they, they want to trade Anthony Davis, and they come to this agreement before the draft. What's stopping the Celtics from backing out after the Pelicans have lost the leverage post-draft? Well, because – Oral agreements are pretty much binding, at least in the NBA. That's just how business has always been carried out. So you you, you wait until uh, the draft moratorium, excuse me, the free agency moratorium would be over, and then everything would be made official. But I think there's only been one instance that I can remember in recent history where somebody's kind of reneged on their deal, and that was DeAndre Jordan yep. with the uh, Dallas Mavericks. So it's just not you know practice that anybody wants to uh, follow through with for Seth. That's why you stick to it. Once you agree to something, you stick to it and especially david griffin and danny ainge right they have that it's such good relationship and really david griffin has good relationships across the league ollie so it's not like anybody's going to back out of an oral agreement with with david griffin for fear of um you know tarnishing their reputation for the rest of their career exactly you just nailed it on the head yeah that's that's how these gms maintain their jobs it's not only wins and losses it's how you deal with others and and that's your ability and then bringing in good players it affects all that type of stuff so yeah you absolutely have to up, 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 uh, maintain the most upstanding citizenship or whatever you want to call it in the NBA that you can. Yeah, general manager citizenship. Boy, wouldn't you like to have that passport? Yeah, NBA general, <laughs> NBA general manager. Absolutely. Uh, Ollie Cosell, the bird writes. Uh, finally here, Ollie, and, and look, it, we're coming down to crunch time now. So who are, in your mind, the front runners to land Anthony Davis? And I'm not necessarily talking about who's going to be involved in all these multi-team deals, but where do you think Anthony Davis ends up? Is it Boston? I still think it's Boston. I've talked to so many people, Seth, and those that are closer to Danny Ainge know his habits really think he's going to go ahead and gamble. Even though he's got people with his own front office telling him not to, 
they think he for sure will. And everybody points to that KG uh, Ray Allen trade where they built that super team. You know, he traded for Ray Allen. He had no assurances. In fact, he was told KG did not want to come to Boston for the longest. And it took a lot more uh, pushing calls by Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Danny Ainge, other Celtics to get Garnett to finally agree. And he didn't come over until I want to say August. So he traded for Ray Allen right up, right at the start of that free agency period in July. And they had to wait another month and a half before that super team came about. So I've heard that Danny Ainge has 100% belief in what he believes in doing is right for the organization. So they think he's going to follow a similar pattern with Anthony Davis. Ollie Cosell, The Bird Rights, thebirdrights.com, and he's on Twitter at Ollie Cosell. Ollie, I'll let you get back to the end of this game. It's a good one. Thanks so much. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping Golden State can pull this one out. because You know, we can't have the series end on such a bad note yeah. where Toronto was cheering an injury, right? I, I want them to win overall, but not tonight. Yeah, I'm, 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 look, I'm, I'm neutral here, but I'm with you, Ollie. Like, let's get another game and get away from this. Like, if a Toronto wins, let it not be tonight so we don't have all the, the hot take factories across the country on cable sports news just talking about that instead of them winning the title, right? Because that, that's what would happen. We'd have one week of them talking about, well, did Toronto deserve the championship? Their fans are so bad. <laughs> You know, that would be- I know. Their first championship in history is going to be knocked off the front page on a lot of papers. Why? Because of that incident. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. avoid it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Ollie, we'll talk to you again. Thanks so much. All right, Seth, take care. All right, although uh, it is Toronto getting closer to that elusive championship four-point lead, and they have the basketball 335 to play in this game. We'll keep you updated as it comes down to the wire here. Remember, Toronto up, and there's another bucket, so it's a six-point lead. 325 to play. This is getting close here for the Raptors. No timeout by Kerr. We'll take a break. We'll follow it live here on the last lap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 